0: Supernature podcast is here to give everyone a respectable outlet to speak their truth. The experiences and stories depicted can be unsettling and disturbing to some. Listener discretion is advised. If you have a story you want us to share on Supernature, email supernature at galacticcycle.com. Welcome to our Supernature. I am your host, David Mason. this is a narrative account of a real-life encounter with a paranormal entity. In 2014, my wife and I went on a trip to Italy. We had been new parents to a beautiful baby girl for only three years when we reluctantly left our child for the first time to fly across the globe. After some time spent in Rome, we decided to stop over in Lucca as we passed through Tuscany. Luca is your typical Italian fair, with the only difference being that it is surrounded by massive walls. Word on the street, albeit a narrow street, is that Napoleon gave Luca to his sister Elisa as a gift. Well, I can say with certainty that the minute we stepped foot within its walls, we both had mixed emotions. I'm not sure where they stemmed from, and neither of us really let on that we had felt this way either. We arrived in town and navigated our way to our accommodations for the night. Like everything in luca the building was centuries old. A beautiful, ornate building that upon first glance didn't seem like an Airbnb type. As soon as we walked in, we were met by a large round table with a giant floral centerpiece. Oddly enough, there were also several Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs sculptures placed around the rooms and halls. The artwork on the walls, from what I can remember, was a mix of abstract pieces with rich dark purples, burgundies, and silvers mixed. Having had a mild form of synesthesia my whole life, this color scheme association is still incredibly vivid to me and really transports me back. Immediately off of this main foyer was a communal kitchen. In each corner of the main room there were the bedrooms, four in total, Each room with large high ceilings and dressers, magazines, and a private washroom. It was very spartan, but fittingly cute considering. We checked in and quickly left as we wanted to walk around town and get something to eat. After dinner, we eventually returned to our room. Being a travel day, we were pretty tired, so we got ready for bed. As usual, my wife read a book as it took me a whole of three minutes to fall asleep. I quickly awoke with my wife's fingernails digging into my wrist. Dan, she whispered, each time with more panic. Dan, there's someone in our washroom, she said. I glanced down the short hallway in our room. The door was closed, which was not how we left it. The light was on and peeking out of every crack. What's worse was the sound of the bathtub filling up with water. After a while, the taps turned off. We laid completely still in our bed as we listened to the sound of water splashing about. I checked my phone for the time. It was around 3 a.m. We didn't say a word. We continued to hold hands under the covers, though her nails continued to dig into my skin. I tried to reason it out. Maybe it's another guest, I whispered. Can't be. our bedroom door is locked, she retorted. Right, I replied. I offered to go and see who was in there, with no real intent to follow it up. Screw that, you're staying right here, she replied. I did a quick glance around the room, making note of where our belongings were. My plan was to throw everything we had in a bag and hightail it out of there the second dawn hit. We continued to lay in the bed, doing what we could to avoid an encounter of any kind. After some time, the bathroom light just turned off and the sounds disappeared. At 5.30, it was light enough out that we could leave. We threw on our clothes, shoved everything in our bags, and were one foot out the door. We debated on whether or not we should inspect the bathroom before we left. Our overnight bags were still in there, and I didn't want to leave without them really. With the power of daylight behind me, I went in. What did I find? Absolutely nothing. Each towel was still perfectly folded in place. I looked in the vintage claw-footed bathtub. Not a single drop of water in it. I ran my finger on the bottom of the tub and around the drain, hoping to see even the tiniest bit of watery evidence that what we had heard actually took place. It was bone dry. I looked in the sink. Nothing. I checked the soap. And the complimentary shampoos, still unused and in the wrapper. There wasn't any sign that we had a visitor, or that the jovial bath had taken place. We left the building and laughed hysterically as we made our way to the nearest cafe. We pondered whether or not to email the landlord, to explain the phenomenon that we had just endured, and to see if they had any, any explanation or knew about such events, but never did I can sympathize with skeptics, but when you consider the vast, incredible history of Italy, its buildings, culture, and people, it's really no wonder at all. I want to thank Dan for sharing his story with us today. This is a narrative account of a real-life encounter with otherworldly beings I would say I was about 14 to 15 years old when I had my first and only, so far, what I believe to be an extraterrestrial experience. This was around the time that digital cameras were super popular, and this whole story revolves around my little blue digital camera. I had spent my day with some friends and was preparing for bed at the end of the night. I got into bed and looked through all of my pictures that I had taken on my digital camera. I looked through them from beginning to end, set my camera on my bedside table, and headed to bed. The next day, I grabbed my camera and decided to download them onto my computer. As I was waiting for them to download, I noticed there were about five extra pictures that were not on my camera last night. Once they all downloaded, I looked through all of them. All was normal until I reached those last few new pictures, and I immediately noticed that those pictures were very different from the rest, just from looking at the small preview on my computer. Once I opened the first picture, I couldn't help but feel a chill run up my spine. Each of the pictures were in grainy black and white, and almost had a white glow to them. My digital camera wasn't the best and did not have any other options for filters or any type of distortion. So it was confusing to me how they got there and how they are in black and white if my camera doesn't take black and white photos. The first picture consisted of a heating radiator, similar to the one I had in my bedroom. I skipped to the second picture and soon realized that these pictures were taken in my actual bedroom. The second picture was of my TV on my nightstand next to my bed and picture frame hanging above. The third was a picture of my bedroom floor. And the fourth and fifth was of something that I will never be able to erase from my memory a face. When I say face, I do not mean a human face. This was a face of what I believed to be an alien. Long, slim face with a bulbous head and large protruding eyes, with only a small slit for a nose and a mouth and a pointed chin. Think of a typical alien face. That is what I saw before me. Not only was this terrifying to see once I realized what those pictures were, but it was also very terrifying to learn that these photos were taken next to me, in my bedroom, while I was asleep. There are so many questions that just don't add up. How did those photos get on my camera? Why weren't they visible on my camera, but were visible when I downloaded my photos on my camera? Why were they in black and white? And how did they even get taken in black and white? And most importantly of all, why me? And what do they want with me? I always assumed that they were just curious maybe they had never seen a digital camera before and they wanted to test it out but got scared when the flash went off what would have happened if they didn't get scared off i guess i will never know i remember being very scared and not telling anyone for years who would believe me anyway the truth is only in the pictures I want to thank Christina for sharing her story with us today. This podcast is based on the personal experience of the individual. Everyone has their own interpretation of reality. All of the information on this podcast was narrated and produced with the permission of the respected individuals. If you would like to share your story or have any questions about the experience you just heard, email us at supernature at galacticcycle.com and if you like this session subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast platform and stay up to date on all our latest releases thank you for listening